Uh, guys, thanks for listening to this latest episode. Don't forget you can contact us on Twitter at Southings2023 for the podcast Twitter, at Alan Osler1481 for myself, or at SI Watson03 for Simon. Also, don't forget to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. By doing that, you will get a notification every time the new episode comes out. Right, hello, welcome to the All Things Borough podcast. This is um, episode 20. We're on episode 20 now. I am, as usual, your host, Alan, and I'm joined by Simon. Hello, Simon. How are you tonight? Evening, how are we doing? All right. So episode 20, I can't believe it. This is yeah. number 20. Right. 20. Uh, but most people said it the last two or three, so we've done all right, really. Done well, done quite well. Yeah, some people said the same thing about me, about me and you when I first became friends with you all those years ago. And look at us now. Yeah, yeah. Thirty years later. Sight for sore eyes. Yeah, sight for sore eyes. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So this is episode twenty. Um, really great, great, glad and grateful that we've managed to get this far. Uh, but it's a special one tonight because we are joined by two really great guests. We have got um, Louis Fisher from the Clarets Extra um, Twitter. Louis, hello. How are you? Evening, guys. How are you doing? You okay? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, glad to have you on. Uh, we'll, we'll start chatting with you in a bit. But we're also joined by one half of uh, the Talky Talks. Uh, is it a podcast or is it as well, Thomas? I guess, yeah, I think so. It's a video cast, podcast, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, there's only four of us on, so you've got a quarter. Of oh, we've got a quarter. So, yeah, so we've got, okay, sorry. Yeah. I didn't realise there were four of you. So, so yeah, so a quarter of Talky Talks, Thomas Kelly. Um, uh, so we'll be that's talking. A, that's a tongue twister, that isn't it? Quarter of talking talk. Oh, no, try and say that twice, <laughs> <Yeah>. drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for having me on, guys. Uh, pleasure to be on. Uh, thank you. Yeah, no, thanks for coming. Thanks for agreeing, a pair of you, for coming on. Um, but what we'll, what we'll do is we'll we'll start. We'll kick off straight away. We'll go into it straight away, and we'll go. We'll start talking to Louis first. Um, about we'll talk to you about Chelmsford, all things Chelmsford, and 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 obviously the rest of the league as well. Uh, Thomas, if you want to jump in at any point and and ask any questions or anything like that, and feel free. Don't don't be, don't sit there and, and and be quiet. Simon, if you want to be quiet, that's perfectly fine. Uh, but yeah, yeah, was how, uh, <laughs> look, just looking at the um, the the current league table as it stands, sitting there nicely uh, in seventh place. I think the last time that we that, that we spoke, me and Simon spoke to you, was when we had that um, uh, podcast with the. Um, the River End the River podcast yeah. that, that unfortunately wasn't aired. Uh, I think we said that we, that we predicted that you were going to be in in the playoffs, but which you are at the minute, albeit bottom of the playoffs. But how are you? How are you finding uh, the season so far? Because I know you. Yeah, I know you. I know you, I've seen a few times you've been a bit sort of um, unhappy uh, in recent weeks with uh, the way things are going. Some some comments about tactics and not knowing people not knowing what they're doing. And, Playing out of position, stuff like that. But I've got now. a feeling this might be the theme for the theme for the episode. People <laughs> being unhappy with their clubs currently. Yeah, anyway, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. We can slowly <laughs> we can slowly come onto Farnborough as, as well. But but no, overall, what's what's your overall feelings? Because uh, with it all, yeah, it, it's it's been a really mixed season um, so far. You know, we're still only sixteen games in. We've still got thirty games left. It's a yeah. it's, it's a long old season. Um, 
we started off absolutely flying. I think we were unbeaten up until just the beginning of September. Uh, first home defeat come on a Monday night at Hemel, and then we I think we then that started a spiral of just a bit of poor run of form. I think we got just before last night when we won at Dartford, it was two wins in ten. Lots of draws. We've only lost three in sixteen. So whilst we haven't lost much, we also haven't won much. It, mm. it, it very, you know, it's very. I'm very on the fence at the moment with you know where we're going. There's a lot of question marks in terms of you know how we're performing and stuff. That you know, there's positive signs, but then there's also you know, areas of concern. But you know, within the last month or so, in the last few weeks, especially, we have began to recruit players in the positions that we need. Uh, we've got a couple of youngsters on loan now. Uh, we've got Brett, um, Harvey Barbrook from Ipswich. He's their uh, youth captain in the midfield. He's come in with very good. Also now we've got Kenny Coker on loan from Norwich's uh, under-23 system. He's gone into the team. Uh, you know We haven't really seen to get an out-and-out goal scorer this year. We've got three players joined on three goals. We've got Callum Jones, we've got Mo Betterman and Charlie Ruffield on three. Uh, so we haven't had that, you know, that one main goal scorer that yeah. gets, you know, a consistent run. It's, it's kind of, you know, we're looking for that main goal scorer, I think. But yeah, it's, it's mixed, very mixed. You know, looking at, it doesn't feel like we deserve to be seventh at the moment. I'd say from just because obviously we're, we're coming off, you know, a poor run of form after, you know, winning on yes last night. We're now seventh. It's, yeah, it doesn't. It feels like we should be lower, but. I think that just obviously makes up you know the brilliant start we did have for the season. So, but yeah, a long way to go. Yeah, I mean, you only uh-huh. looking at it, you're only three points off fourth, third, and fourth of Bath and Hampton. So it's not. I don't think it's a terrible, terrible season no. so far by any by any stretch, really. But um, no, absolutely. Not. I think yeah, I think we've we've put you on par. Um, I think other people um, who are with us tonight might. Might have something else to say about their own, te- <laughs> their own teams, um, but um, but yeah, no, I, I, it's it's going all right, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think what you're saying, aren't they? Sorry, Lewis, but you know, but I think what you're um, what Lewis is probably saying, you're such a good start, and then you've kind of like yeah. the wheels have almost come off a bit, and it's kind of like uh, so you've you've only, as you say, two wins in ten. It sounds like that's a relegation form, isn't it? Yeah. But then if you take, take if you took that if you took the start away, then you'd be you'd be. Uh, and if you had to start, for example, and then carried on, sort of maybe drawing a few games but still winning, instead of, you know, you'd do it, you'd be doing it right. But yeah, looking at the draws, I mean, probably with, you know, us, us, uh, us, uh, my lot, and um, and Charles, we're probably the two draw specialists in the league because we seem to get a lot of draws as well. So, uh, you know, it's, um, so I'm looking forward to the game at our place uh, in the replay because it'd definitely be a draw. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> get, get, get down, get down there, yeah. Brooks, who you like a bookmaker. Other, other, other bookies are available. So, uh, you know, we'll pop a, uh, pop a few quid on the draw. I think it might be, <laughs> might be good. In. Yeah, we've had a, a lot of draws, more draws and wins, more draws and losses. It just seems to be a common theme. I think the frustrating thing with all the draws is most of them we could actually have got three points from. So, Tombridge, you know, we played them on Saturday away. 75 minutes, they were down to 10 men. Had a few half chances to win it, but didn't quite get there. Uh, Dover, we've had them on a Monday night through 3 3. Had opportunities where we could have won that. But yeah. don't get me wrong, Dover were a very good side on the night, good counter attacking side. But, you know, so you know, a couple of them draws turns into wins, and we'd be near the second. So, I mean, yeah, all in all, if you kind of look on it as a whole, yeah, we've had. Uh, you know, as we've expected, a good start to the season, and I think 
hopefully we'll, we'll get better from what we already have. And I reckon we'll still, I think, yeah, I think we'll be at, we'll be around about fourth or sixth, I think, come the end of the season, from what I've seen so far. Yeah, I think you've, cause you, I think you summed it up quite well because we're looking at Dover, for example, and we they came down to Cherrywood and they, we we murdered them. Like it was four 0 So we, you know, and it was. But as you say, going from that, and every team on their day can play really well. It's not like, not like, well, unless you, unless you haven't, obviously. Um, but um, <laughs> if you, um, you know, and you, every team can on their day can can perform well and get results. I mean, um, Dover have had some good results. Um, uh, uh, especially at the start of the season, I think they drew drew and won their first two yeah. matches, didn't they? They haven't done so well since. But obviously, getting a free 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 draw away at uh, at Chelmsford is a good result on the face of it. And as you said, they played quite well. So I think it's every every team in the league's like that. Really, they can all get results. Um, you know, you're looking at probably the top end of the table. Yeovil probably winning 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 most games this season. I can see that. I mean, another 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 sleep possibly. And then you've got having on the other other scale of things. You know, can't buy can't buy a win, can they? But they've just signed. Signed two players, haven't they, from Dawkins? So uh, they're looking to uh, looking to try and step up and try and improve, get themselves out of the hole. Um, so they've got you know, they have Ryan Ryan Sigger up front, who we saw play uh, down at uh, at uh, Cherrywood in a friendly, and he, he looked he looked quite decent. And then yeah. they've also got Mohamed Fowl, who's really good um, as well. So they've got two really good strikers there. So you know, it could be a few goals. Um, please, don't we, please don't tell me that. Please don't tell me that. We're playing them on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was my sort of segue into uh, bringing you in there, Tom. Yeah, um, but we, we we say that when we've got them over Christmas twice, we got them on Boxing Day away and then New Year's Day yeah. at home. So uh, when I when I looked at that, I looked at their form. I thought they're going to get they're going to start to improve. Plus, they've got an ex farmer manager now as their manager. So you know, I, I could just see it happening now. We'll go down there and get done five 0 on Boxing Day, and that'll be that. You know. <laughs> to be fair, looking at Dover. Their, their results this year: one win, eight draw, seven losses. I, I was going to say, I was, I, I was say they're, they're the other draw specialists in the league as well, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. The thing is, with their performances, I would actually say they've been a, they deserve a lot more out of that. There's, yeah. there's been quite a few games where they've been the better side and against some good teams. I think what, what's their struggle is is going to be their away form. It seems at home they can put up a good battle against mm. people, and as well yeah. away when they come to us, they did. But it seems away from home. Yeah, they've got not, not a lot going for them. So I think yeah, it was, it was like that. It was like that when we played them because as soon as we scored, and we got so we, and we immediately we got a second goal as a penalty. It was right. Uh, it was a I mean, it was a snowball penalty, but it was right on half time. It was like perfect time to get another goal. Yeah. And as soon as that went in, it was like game over. You know what I mean? We, yeah. we murdered. We, I think it was yeah. We should have been at eight. You know? I think I think against against us because we was there obviously, weren't we, Simon? Against us, for me, I think for the first. Fifteen minutes. Whilst we we had plenty of chances that we probably should have scored, they had a couple of chances, half chances themselves, and they were sort of not. I wouldn't. I don't want to say in the game, but they were quite looking quite comfortable. And then as soon as we scored the first one, that was it. They just the heads yeah. sort of dropped in, and then we got the and then we got the penalty, and then yeah. it was just. I mean, the guy, the guy up front from the number nine. I can't remember what his name is. I can't remember off the top of my head, but he, no. apparently he's. I've heard really good things about him. But when I, when that? I saw the game. The number nine for Dover, their striker. That's him, yeah, that's him, yeah. yeah. Um, he, um, he's a really good thing. Everyone's saying what a good player he is, and he's done really well. But he was absolutely terrible. I said, yeah. I actually said to, uh, said to you, didn't I? But after yeah. the second half, he, that number nine, he's, he's anonymous. He yeah. disappeared. Yeah. You know I mean, he didn't, didn't do anything. And I actually, because I was probably had a few beers and I was a bit busy. I mean, they were, they were, they were, they were a bit unlucky even really before, they were, they were unlucky even before the game because I think they had, a, they, had, they had a player that just didn't even show up. To the to the ground before the game, so they were yeah, already a man yeah. a man short. Mitch Brundle right. had to put himself on the bench. 
how how poor they're doing because we expected them to be with the takeover and with Scott Davis taking over as manager and some new players coming in, new money. I thought they would they would be in and around sort of the top ten now. But what who they seem who, to be saving, uh, well, they seem to be saving all of their uh, all of their best performances for the FA Cup. Yeah, they? yeah right. exactly. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Like they got obviously got they got a replay against um, against Grimsby to come next Tuesday. I think yeah. it might be. Who's been your what's been your surprise? Who's been your surprise package in the league then, Louis? So far, surprise. Well, uh, let's discount A for you because you know that that's obviously everyone's going to be picked. But to be fair, Maidstone, with when they came down, they still had Elakovi. I don't think they've won a league game since November, and I was thinking they've kept him. I think you know he'll be gone by. He'll have been gone by now, and they're going to be Lancashire about 14, 15. But they're currently sat in fifth, only lost two games, and got the best defensive record in the league. So yeah, he shut me up. I think he's done a lot better than I thought. Um, you know, obviously they are full time, so yeah. you know they are going to have that advantage. But no, I think he's you know he's done a lot better than what most teams have thought. And but so yeah, I'd say I'd go Maidstone, uh, Bath. They weren't doing as yeah. great last year. They're now into third, but you know yeah. whether they'll yeah. stay, I'm not too sure. Um, in terms of surprises as well, Eastbourne obviously going full time. They're now actually in the relegation zone. Like yeah. That is for a full time side. That is not acceptable. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I agree with you on Eastbourne again. There's another game I went to at, at, at Cherrywood, and, uh, and they were they were they were terrible. They weren't very good. Uh, you know, they, they didn't look like a full time full time team. They didn't look, look uh, didn't know cohesion at all. Bear in mind, they've got they've got a really really experienced manager there as well, who's uh, who really should be. Um, they're just, they're really is that, just, a lot better is, is that just a case of them? I know you said they're full time, but is that just a case of them not recruiting well? Club. you know their manager is, is that is his first managerial role as well Steve's obviously a coach at Dawkins but he won the actual this is his first role as head coach so it's a bit of a gamble I guess mm. but it's, it's clearly not working out you know they're getting like 1.3 thousand in like attended twice on an average you know they've got they're signing good players like I was predicting them for around about the playoffs when I was looking at the, you know, the players they're getting in and yeah they're, they're definitely not performing as they should be yeah True, yeah. No, true. My dude, as you say, there's a long, long, long time to go, and if they, is, yeah. if they, I wonder whether it might be the transition from going part time to full time that might, a lot of players might be struggling with it. Maybe you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a bit of a, cha- it's a bit of a change of lifestyle for some, some uh, people. So maybe that might be the, be the issue. So you might find them kicking on maybe after Christmas, second half of the season, they might start uh, progressing. But um, yeah, I kind of, um, I always kind of hope that these clubs. Do do well because it, it it does does make going full time you know the, the, the thing to do because yeah. you know um was as there are there are you know five or six sides like this in this league that are full time uh, most of them aren't and uh, you know it, it does I think going full time does give you that platform and well, certainly in, in mean, terms of fitness and organisation yeah I mean if you look at um like Hampton and Richmond who aren't I don't think they are full time yet but they're they're uh, making um, I mean, moves I mean, making moves aren't they to become full time. Um, and they're doing, they're doing, they're doing, they're doing all right at the minute. They're doing really well in fourth place. Um, getting yeah. obviously getting the results. So something's something quite the going right there. Sorry, they've had quite the turnaround. They've had quite the turnaround since their FA yeah. Cup defeat Lewis. Yeah. But then they've played most of their games away, haven't they? They have, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 They've got four, four games at home in hand. Is, if you look at it, well, not in hand, but you know what I mean. You know, un- unbalanced. They, I think they've got to play four at home extra yeah. from the second half of the season. So that could both, that could, that could. Do them a favour, to be fair. So, 
Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what you're saying. The, 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 obviously, the the draw of being a full time club is 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 attractive. You can have more money. You can track the better players and train longer days um, than the, than the rest. But then obviously you get other clubs like Avery who are obviously still part time doing as well as they are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you you can look at Haven. Yeah. What's that? You know, their 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 response to spending a lot of money yeah. not going too well. They're just you know spending chucking even more money at it. You know, yeah. so I think sometimes you've got to see have they actually got a plan in place or is it just let's see how much we can spend and tr- you know try and get that instant fix of promotion. I think you know yeah. looking at Avon, they've clearly built on foundations, which is why they you know constantly doing well. Yeah, yeah. the trouble is at this, just, at this level, yeah. less a, that's such a dangerous game to play. So dangerous. Yeah. Uh, you know, in two or three years, are we going to see have and you know have to forfeit a season because they yeah. can't you know, keep going? Yeah, on? yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's um on back back? We've gone a bit off pace, haven't we? we? What about um going back to you, Louis? But um, James, yeah. what do you think? Uh, other than obviously not having a, a striker, um, is there any other issues at, at Chelmsford that you 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 think are the problems? I know you. I've seen some of your some of your your, your tweets and uh, bits about. Yeah. You know, players, players, and management not seem to know what was what, what formation they were doing and what they were doing. Is that is that kind of just is that the kind of the problems you've had this season so far? We, we've got a, a lot of young lads, so and, and the way we're trying to play is we're playing three, four. So no, we're playing three at the back. We've got the wing backs, but the wing backs are wingers, so mm-hmm. they're you know they're out of position. Then you've got your two holding midfielders, and then you've, we, you'll we'll either have two in the ten or one in the ten, and then two up front. So I'll have, yeah, we'll have two tens or two number nines. Um, there's a lot of players playing that position. So in the back three, you've got kind of like last night we had two full backs playing at centre back. That a lot of players are just not in the correct position, and it's quite also we you know we we transition we you know we're playing out from the back, trying to like you know break through the lines. It's, it's, it's quite a lot of instructions for players who are out of position. We've, like last night, we only had one player who was actually above the age of thirty. Wow! But, you know, it's a lot of instructions for a lot of young players. Sometimes they don't look like they kind of understand what their role is, mm-hmm. and I think that's why we, you know, we may have seen that dip perform. But the, the performances have definitely improved in the last couple of games or so. So hopefully, you know, as the season's kicking on, they'll start to learn their roles more, and it will, you know, they'll find their feet. But yeah, that is. There was too many times, too many players that position, and it just was costing us a lot. But it looks like we're sticking with what we're doing, and it's starting to get a bit better. So hopefully that can continue. Yeah. So you're in the position you're in as well. You know, it's kind of good. Good. There's a good platform if you if you are if the players are picking it up now and getting understanding of what the manager wants them to do. So uh, you're in. You've got quite a good platform there to build from. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you know, like I said, three losses in sixteen. Can't really ask for much more, with, you know, with the budget and stuff that we've got. Obviously, it's not you know not a relegation size budget, but seventh place, you know, probably that's that. You know, I think we can take that after six games. If you'd asked me, I'd have been happy with that. And you know, it, it, things look like they could get even better. So yeah, yeah things are remain positive. How close, how close are you, Louis, to the to the club themselves? I mean, are you like a like an, an official Chelmsford sort of um, Twitter page or? No, no, no. no just, like inside just, knowledge just, or anything like that? No, no, no. <laughs> just, just simply the account I run. Uh, go to most of the games, home yeah. and away. Also, I have to travel quite far from Norfolk, so 
but yeah, I still managed to get to every game. I think I, I missed out on the Torquay game. That I think we just had the Oval and Weymouth the weeks before, so yeah. I gave that one a miss. <laughs> uh, but no, I've done, I've done pretty much nearly all of them this year. So yeah, just just been supporting them for like ten years now. Yeah, it's just you know, it's like an addiction, isn't it? You can't get away. So no. Yeah, it's the, same, it's the same as us, isn't it? Me, it's the same as me and Alan. It's uh, like we're not. It's only the first year we started our podcast, so we're, we're we're sort of new to it. But we're kind of like trying to get our trying to get our feet under the table, as it were, with the club, and trying to get more uh, even more. We're trying to get 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 ourselves official women, really. We were in the. Uh, we know the club sponsored quite well. Got <laughs> as you're you saying that, they don't actually know this yet. <laughs> they do now, um, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, we, we know uh, Matt, Matt's uh, Matt's quite a big supporter of us, and he's, he's helped us out quite a lot. He got us in the uh, got us in the in the platinum lounge or the players players lounge, basically for the uh, the Dover game, which was really nice. And we uh, we got to meet a few of the players, and they were really uh, yeah. they're really supportive and, and uh, really really happy. They were happy to do interviews and things if we can if we can uh, if we want them as well, which is nice. So uh, yeah, I don't know if it's the same for you, Louis, at all. Yeah, no, yeah, I was, I'm in the bar post match. We you know, have a laugh with the players sometimes, but no, nothing official like that. Um, you know, jump to donors not the best with you know communicating well with the fans. I don't think anything's <laughs> going to crop up anytime soon. But no, nah, just just enjoy being a fan. I think that's the main thing. I yeah. mean, you try and mix being a fan with like you know working for the club or you know being involved too much or like you know even just doing like the Twitter or like you know it kind of takes the enjoyment away. I'm just enjoying you know being a young lad. Supporting the team around the country, to be honest. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Play. Play. No, it's good. Got, good uh, got a good commentary though on the on the Chelmsford radio by the website. Listen, listen to that. The farm boy. I listened to the uh, oh, the first yeah. half of that till you lot scored, and then I turned it off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's got a good um, yeah, quite a good uh, good commentary. Decent, de- decent ground as well by the accounts. So not bad. Wow. Take away, take away the running track. Yeah. It's all right. I think if you're going there as an away fan and you're, you know, you're behind the goal, then that's fine. But if you're like a, you know, an old person sitting in the main stand, it's just it's not going to be great. Um, right. But you know, the facilities like the bar and like the food and all, and like the club choice, it's, it's pretty decent to the level. It's just yeah. it's simply the running track. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. No, decent, decent. Yeah, it's like our main stand at Cherrywood, and it's our pillars, and there's more pillars than seats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, constantly <laughs> moving side to side to try and see the action. Yeah, it's yeah. horrible. Yeah, horrible. Good day. Burn, burn a few calories off moving about. You look a bit like you know, one of those uh, market trader white boys uh, <laughs> moving around all the time. Like, it's like a tennis match, isn't it? Looking like that all the time, going for an yeah. yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> well, I think next season we're hoping, like since I'm saying, hopefully we'll be a bit more involved um, in some form of capacity, especially with the podcast as well. Be a bit more involved next season, and uh we'll we go to uh, we will be going to more more games as well which will be better for for us as well so yeah um, so what's what's your what, what do you reckon your uh, your final league position to be Louis? what do you reckon fifth, fifth. Oh, straight oh. in there yeah but, yeah i reckon yeah i reckon so i mean yeah I, well, yeah i mean obviously Torquay are not doing as good at the moment but you know the, the expectation is they will either mm. you know find a re- resolution with the manager and they'll Probably back, you know, bounce up to second or yeah. well, even first, maybe. But so, obviously, Worthing, they'll be up there. Maidstone, I think they'll be up there as well. And then I think the rest is, you know, kind of up for grabs between, obviously, like Bath, Farnborough, Chelmsford, Aveley, um, Dartford. They, if they get rid of Dowser, they might pick up as well because they have got a good team on paper. And then St Albans and Hemel, you know, they, when I play, play Chelmsford this year. They've looked good, but obviously, you know, they've been a bit inconsistent. So, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Saint Albans got done four 0 didn't they? Four 0 down. They were four down at half time against Braintree. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, they came to us and they looked like the best team we played. Yeah, yeah, because obviously we played them and we won two one, but we were really lucky to be honest. I was at that game. We and Partington had just just left us to go there. And he was like playing. They play, oh, like, they play like a back three, and he, he's playing as like a, the old old sort of style libero sort of Franz Beckenbauer type. Obviously, poor man's Beckenbauer, obviously. Um, and um, and he, um, he he they look really good. I can see why he went there because he was he was spraying the ball around like nobody's business. And he, they play really good, really good passing football. So if they can actually if they can actually implement that and, and start getting results with it, they're going to do quite well. But it sounds like the wheels have come off a bit. They're getting done for well. They lost four 0 to Braintree, and they're away, but. They were four down. We were four down at half time. I was like, bloody hell, this could be an absolute morning. <laughs> With that, because you meant, I remember you mentioned that you sponsored Alfie Pavey. I've seen he's we now did, yeah. gone to work woke in. Yeah. What happened? With your, does that mean you just sponsor no one? Or say like you We managed to change uh, it over. We moved over to uh, Taylor Maloney. Maloney now. Oh, wow. yeah, he's so, um, yeah. So we're happy with that. We're happy that. Um, Thankful for the club to, to um, sort that out for us as well. But we also sponsor one of the uh, one of the girls on the on the on the Farnborough ladies team as well. Yeah. Uh, a girl oh, by nice. the name of Ellie Staley, um, great little winger. Uh, she is. So uh, yeah, we've got two two player sponsorships going at the club at the minute, which is um, expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Philippe's got three and three now. He's doing well. He's doing well at the minute. Um, He's a very much a confidence player, I think. Yeah, he is hit and miss. That's what I mean. He comes to jumps and he got like seven and seven or something like that. Yeah. And then went ten or like eight without a goal. So yeah, he is like that. And he's had he's yeah, had yeah, a fair of injuries this year as well with us. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he's definitely one of them who's um. He, I think he's gone the other way with us. I mean, he, obviously with you, he started off well and then faded. I think with us. Uh, He's gone the other way, he faded, and then you sort of got the second coming of uh, Jesus Christ. Um, he's, he's appeared um, out of nowhere, and he, yeah, but he's playing well. And but like I say, he's he's really injury prone. I remember we we um, we spoke to him in pre season about uh, Philippe. We mentioned him, and obviously he had a bit of first hand knowledge of him. And he had a bad injury, didn't he? And he's dropped. He had to drop down into the into the uh, into the non league circuit. And um, but he's he has definitely got the um, got something about him, and he, he's a good he's quite a good finisher. Um, but I think he does need. Um, he does need someone up there playing with him, though, because I don't think he's a, don't think he's a he's a sort of a, he's not a pavy character who can play up top on his own. He needs a needs another player with him so he can get a partnership oh, yeah. going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, we've got like Connor there. Connor Hall. We got on loan from um, from Solihull Moors. He's he's quite decent. He's actually uh, Lewis Hall of uh, ex Chelsea now Newcastle fame's uh, brother. Oh, so um, yeah, he's an older yeah, brother. So uh, yeah, he's actually quite good. If he, as long as he, if he can um, if he can carry on. Uh, Losing a, losing a few pounds, he did. He has put a few pounds on since he's not been playing, and uh, he'll. Um, uh, I know exactly how he feels, um, and uh, he'll, um, he'll, he'll 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 be decent. But he does. He works hard. And he runs around a lot, so that's good. And he scored a couple of goals as well. So uh, him and Philippe have got a decent uh, decent partnership currently going going all right. So yeah. uh, that's opposite of uh, opposite of your lot. Louis. We've actually got some people who can actually score, and you, and we we just concede loads at the other end. <laughs> Right, yeah. So, well, I think we'll, we'll move on to the um, to the much anticipated Tom. Um, <laughs> I, I must say, I think. Do we have to? <laughs> I think we've been looking forward to to talking to you, Tom, as, uh, tonight because, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, everybody everybody's seen what's been going on at Torquay and that, but um, we'll start with just by what your um, how you feel 
and be as honest as you can. Um, how you feel the season has gone so far? Well, considering we went in as pre-season favourites for the title, it's been, in all intents and purposes, it's been quite shambolic, to be honest. Um, from an outsider's point of view, you look at it and think, OK, well, Torquay are in eighth place. They're you know, just outside the playoffs. Yes, maybe they are underachieving a little bit. Um, what are the fans moaning about? But when you when you look in a lot deeper, I mean, this has been running four or five years in the making this. Um, obviously, we've had the... It's all really started from when we failed to win the playoff final back in 2021 mm. when the goalkeeper scored in injury time and we lost on penalties. And The following season in the National League, we finished mid-table, which is very rare for us. We're normally up there or more often than not, we're fighting to avoid relegation. And we lost a lot of quality players over that summer. Uh, and then last season was an absolute disaster. I mean, we were bottom after 10 games. We got beat 6-0 by Wrexham. Um, Gary Johnson, the manager, said, you know, judge me after 10 games. Well, we were bottom. And it only it really took until the last eight or nine games where we finally managed to get on a run. And we actually managed to bring in some players with good quality, um, some good workhorses, but it wasn't quite enough. And uh, sadly for us, our last game of the season was Wrexham at home, which mm. it wasn't the, t- the game you'd really want. But even then, I mean... For 70 minutes, we were a goal up, and I think we needed a six-goal swing with Maidenhead at Gateshead, and they they were four nil down, and we got a goal up. And you just think when you look at past Torquay United memories, we've had Bryn the Police Dog who came onto the pitch, bit one of the Torquay players, and we stayed up with the injury time. You know, it was just the whole thing was there ready, but sadly and deservedly so, you know, we fell short and ended up relegated. But the whole feel was weird at full time. The, the crowd was really supportive, and it felt like you know. Okay, we're going back into the south, which, to be frank, was meant to be a one-time deal. And do forgive my ignorance about not knowing too much about the National League South, but you know, we go in with the expectation that we should be where Yeovil are right now. And you know, talking after a three-one home defeat, where they were levels above us, absolute levels above us. Um, yeah, it's not a nice place to be at the moment, and it's just toxic. Is the one word I can really use at the moment. Um, yeah, it's 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 a miracle in itself that we've won as many games as we have. We've had a lot of last minute winners. Uh, Chelmsford at home was one. Braintree at home was one. <laughs> Chippenham at home was one. But we've only drawn once, and that was on the opening day at Dover. We've lost seven games already. Yeah. When we last won this league, we've lost eight all season. And there is a real split in the fan base between the manager. We've got owners who are absent and just don't seem to care, don't want to give the fans the time of day. It's all just really, really dull. I feel empty. That was how I felt yesterday when I left Playmore. I just felt empty. Um, A club I really love. I've been supporting this club for over 20 years. It's just, it's so sad. And yeah, it's... I mean, yeah. We're lucky. It must be, it must be, um, it must be devastating for you. But obviously, like Simon and I, we've had um, a little bit of experience of bad fortune going for the for for our club where in 2007 we they, they went out of, out of business and we had to restart in the in the lower reaches but what what do you think what how much of how much of the squad um from last season us are at the club are still part of still at the club but as far as i was aware of the pre-season you, you kept quite a lot of the squad on yeah there was quite a few um so 
Gary Johnson gave quite a few who really didn't perform last season a second opportunity. Players yeah. uh, such as Dylan Crow, Rhett McGavin, uh, Ryan Hansen. And we, the loanies that we brought in towards the end of last season, Lewis Collins, Jack Stobbs, they've all signed permanent contracts. And we've made what, it, what I thought was some good signings. Brad Ash from Weymouth, you know, a proven goal scorer at this level. Um, and pre-season... You know, we looked really good. We looked mm. fit. We looked sharp. We were yeah. playing some nice stuff. Crashed Exeter in pre-season. We got a very credible 1-1 draw at home to Plymouth. Everything was just clicking. But as soon as the first whistle went in the first game of the season, granted we went 2-0 up at Dover quite early on, but there's not many games this season where I thought we've dominated that from start to finish. And I think the only one that really springs to mind and I'm sorry to say it but it was the Farnborough game at home <laughs> I knew you were going to say that I knew, I knew it was coming <laughs> I, I, I was going to say Tom you, um, you're not the only one who left Playmore feeling empty after our, our performance I have to say we're, you know, <laughs> I, I felt I felt I felt empty as well after our 3-0 pressure. And like I say, I agree with you about Brad Ash. He's a really good, really good player. And when he left Weymouth, there's a lot of Weymouth fans who are saying he's going to be in the Football League in a few years. And they thought they thought that would be with Torquay. But not judging it's, the way things are going, I don't know whether that will be or not. I think he might end up in the transfer somewhere else where it's going. But, uh, it's, it's it's not, his last league goal, I'm trying to think when it was now, but it, it's been a while. Um, He's, he's also been the one who's been scoring the last-minute winners as well, hasn't he, Brad Ash? He's been the one who's been uh, popping up in the 93rd minute, getting these uh, getting these late winners. So he, uh, he runs his socks off. He's just one of those, you know. He'll he'll never give up, and he, you know, I I just think we're not playing him in the right way, and unfortunately, the fans are now getting on his back, as with a couple of other of our players. Um, and I need to credit the goalkeeper, Mark Halstead. Um, two years ago, he was an absolute liability. Um, he got dropped uh, and then he got his chance last season and he comes away probably despite getting relegated last season the one with a lot of credit because he put in some stellar performances and he's saved a lot of goals for us and this season especially he had the game of his life against Slough away where we should have been 5-0 down at half time we've ended up winning it 2-1 Brad Ash with two goals in the second half I think and I might be wrong on this but I think Brad Ash's last goal was actually against uh, Farnborough so that's how that's how long that was. Uh, that's September, in, isn't it? Early September. It's just not working out for him. You've got Aaron Jarvis, who is now injured. He's out till Christmas with a knee injury he picked up at um, Hampton a couple of weeks ago. Injuries in Torquay United, unfortunately, at the moment go hand in hand. And the recruitment side of things, you know, we've got Pete Johnson, who's Gary Johnson's brother. He seems to be the only head of recruitment. And he has to be held accountable because, of all intents and purposes, the recruitment has been the reason why, first of all, we are back in the National League South and also why we are struggling to compete with the likes of Yeovil Town at the top at the moment. I mean, we had nearly 3,000 yesterday. Uh, Yeovil bought 560-odd, which I felt was a little bit poor considering yeah. you know, the form they're in. But, you know, Torquay United fans, we travel in great numbers. I mean, I don't think... We've had less than, say, 200, 250 this season where we've been. We sold out of Western Supermare. I think we're going to definitely sell out Taunton in a couple of weeks. I mean, we are. We still average 2,000 plus at home. I mean, the supporters are the most loyal thing about this football club and are the only good thing about this football club. And it just goes to prove that if it can be run in the right way and you've got the right person in charge, I mean, I believe there is a good team on that pitch. 
and I think they're just being used in completely the wrong way. And again, last night was just a, a game I've seen a million times already this season. I mean, you look at the goals we concede, we just give the ball away, we stand off, we don't close down. And it's just been, you could rinse and repeat that for probably the majority of the goals we've conceded this uh, this season. We were 2-1 up at um, Hebel Hempstead on 84 minutes and we lost it 3-2. Um, yeah. Yeah. We were top of the na- we were top we were top of the national league south for all of ninety seconds. So is it and it's, is it just like um are you just sort of sitting there thinking how how Gary Johnson has kept his job for, in the first place after getting relegated or or but if if you're happy if you are happy with him to 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 carry on managing from uh, from the start of the season obviously you're not happy with him at the minute now but um. Is it just? Is it just? He's not getting things. He's clearly not getting things right tactically, for the for the level. Well, I have been in the Gary Out camp for the best part of probably around a year now. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, and to be fair, the fan base there has been a noticeable split. But as we've dropped down the leagues, it has definitely shifted down towards. I would say it's about eighty percent want Gary out and twenty percent want Gary in. I mean, any other football club. It, it felt like it just needed a fresh start. Um, the football we've played, I mean, what other club would tolerate such poor results? I mean, we're meant to be a full-time professional outfit. Mm. Yeah. And he just, he's openly said that he can't recruit players down to Devon. Apparently, you know, we've got a budget for it, but he can't recruit the players down. Well, Yeovil don't have a problem. Exeter and Plymouth don't have a problem. Mm. I don't buy it, and I just—it's just really poor recruitment all around. And it should have the change should have happened after we got relegated. But once again, we've got owners who really don't care. Um, Clark Osborne, you know, who owns the club, um, I haven't seen him for years. Doesn't go to any of the games. No one communicates. He doesn't communicate with anybody. Uh, at the moment, we've got a um, Talkie United Supporters Trust meeting that's going on, and. Um, you know, no one can get hold of him, not even the local media. And, you know, the directors who are there don't have the time all day for the fans. There's no synergy within the fan base in the yeah. club. And Gary Johnson, you know, he's such an experienced manager. Uh, you know, he's won the league, you know, he took the oval to the championship. And I think there's still some in the fan base that, you know, past glories and, you know, he got us out of this once. He'll do it again. But, football we play I mean we started we played a 3-5-2 on the opening day and we're just left hideously exposed the wing backs we're playing players who aren't natural wing backs we've gone to the 4-4-2 I mean they're half the time I don't even know what formation we are playing and it's just the, it, the way the whole club is orchestrated if you have a look at the full-time interviews on many of occasions he's come out with the odd quirk I think he referenced something that he wants the right type of fans to support the team at Torquay he wants the loyal fans to be at Torquay. Um, yesterday, he referenced that he had a lot, you know, the interviewer asked, you know, take what your thoughts, and he said, well, I've heard a lot of what the fans have had to say. But anyway, and kind of laughed it off. It's just this aura that he's got the well, same in football. I don't think surely every, every fan that turns up to watch Torquay is a loyal fan. Absolutely. Whether they're, booing, just... whether they're booing or cheering, it doesn't matter. They're turning up, they're paying their money, they're watching the team that they love. That's a, that's I can't believe fans. we still get. I still can't believe we get two thousand at Baymore at the minute because we are playing terrible football. Yeah. And 
It's, to be to be fair though, Tom, there's not a lot to do down in Torquay, is there in the winter? You know what I mean? It's it's, it's not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shoot, shoot the shoot the seagulls, but that's about it, isn't it? I suppose. But you know, go for a dip in the go dip in the ocean in the winter. It's lovely. <laughs> the, yeah, um, very uh, bracing. I think they call that it's the English, uh, English Riviera, that, isn't it? Oh yeah, beautiful, <laughs> lovely, uh, lovely, uh, lovely place in the world. Um, uh, you know, run down in parts, but then most seaside <laughs> towns are, aren't they? But, yeah. No, the Gary Johnson argument is who would you bring in to do better? Um, but that's always the ones that the Gary and well, who else would you bring in? But and to be honest, I don't have an answer for that. I mean, I would have loved to have had someone like um, that Hinterwood fellow at Worthing, Adam Hinterwood. I think he would have been a perfect fit for us, but he's signed a new contract. But, you know, the, the media don't like to ask the hard questions to Gary. It's all very orchestrated. And, you know, we've got Havant away who have won one game. I mean, if we lose that, I, it makes sense for most people that he should probably go because we are underachieving. Eighth play, we have high expectations this season. We should be up there. We yeah. should be up there with Joseph and chasing them all yeah. the way. I mean, to, before the season started, we, we predicted Yeovil and, and yourselves to be in that first and second spot. Either either you or top or them top. It didn't, it didn't really matter because we th- we saw you two going up anyway. Um, so, yeah, so I, I don't understand why. I mean, it was a bit strange. We all thought it was a bit strange that I think it was all three of the relegated clubs kept kept their managers that, that, when, that, that got them relegated. So, which... In itself is a bit is a bit odd because uh, you don't normally see that really. If the club gets relegated, the manager is the first first yeah. person to go. Yeah, he he came he came out with a quote soon after the Wrexham game. Actually, you know, I'm staying on. I you know I want to get us back. I'm the right man to take us back up. So I mean, the club owners are happy, I guess, or we're happy for him to take it on, but. The pressure from you know myself again. I've got very high standards this season. Mm. My minimum expectation is promotion, whether it be playoffs, whether it be automatic. If we are here for more than one season, then my fear is we go part time, and then that is the end of Talk United, exactly. yeah, possibly exactly. forever. Because for what, you know, we owe the owner five, six million pounds of debt. Yeah, you know, he's trying to he's trying to move us into a new stadium. Which come on, right? If we're in League One. You know, like we were 20 years ago, maybe you have that argument. But it's just torrid. I mean, the fans are charting Gary out and it's he doesn't care. I mean, the assistant manager did the interview Tuesday night away at Weston. Uh, he buggered off at full time. didn't give us the time of day. He doesn't come over to clap us unless we've won a game. Do you feel, do you feel like it might be sort of uh, the end of the road if they get if you get beat on, on the Saturday? I think it might that might be the, that might be one final now the final now is in in the uh, Gary Johnson coffin. It has to be. It absolutely has to be. But the way Talk United are run, I don't think it matters what happens this season. Uh, Gary Johnson can lose the rest of the games all this season. He'd probably still have a job at the end of the season. Um, you know, we don't play particularly well on four G pitches either. I mean, we won at Slough. Um, Avery turned us over at their gaff. And Hemel. You know, we should have won there and we somehow found a way to bottle it. But our history on 4G pitches is not very good. Um, I don't know if that's a mental thing or just the way we prepare ourselves, you know, in training during the week. But, you know, I'm going, I live only half an hour from Haven. Uh, some of my friends were doing a weekend there uh, from Devon. So, you know, loyal, blind loyalty for us. Uh, but it's, it's just a really tough, time being a talkie fan just when you think you've experienced tough times yeah 
you know, this is the lowest at this club, you know, this is the lowest ebb for us. And, you know, with all respect to the National League South, as much as it's a tougher division than it was last time we were here, I do think the standard, take away Yeovil, um, I think the standard is not brilliant. And I mean that with the most respect, seeing how teams are beating, everyone's beating everyone apart from Haven. But, I mean, they beat Yeovil at home. Yeah. For them as well, it's like it's a free hit for them. No one expects them to win. And they'll see that we're in a bit of disarray. We've got four away games now on the trot. Tough ask. Very tough ask. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, you know, you're valid to build the way you do. You know, I think I can understand the point of Gary Johnson staying at the end of the season because he had the track record of winning you the league at the first time when he was in the league before. So I think that was fair enough that he did get the, you know, he was essentially the man at that time to, you know, start the season at least. But yeah, you know, with the budget and the squad you've got, it, it's really not, you know, they sh- there's no way you should be anywhere near the position that you are. And I, I, I do think it is a simple fix that, you know, people say, you know, is where, you know, where's there a manager? But is there another mm. one out there? Of course there is. Mm. There's loads of managers out there. Mm. Uh, you know, the, you've got the money, you can go hunt, head hunt someone from you know, who's doing well at regional level or some, you know, someone who's dropped out of, you know, who's unemployed from a bit higher above. You know, yeah. he, he's, he's, got, he's not too comfortable where he is. Uh, the football off from what I've seen at all, yeah, I've seen a bit, it's, is there's not enough, like, there's, there's no character really. It's just like, a, you know, it's 11, fairly, you know, decent players, potentially some National League, but they don't really seem like there's a game plan. It doesn't seem like there's a, like a philosophy. It just kind of seems like, okay, 11 decent players on a pitch. Just play out, do your best. It, it, there's no real plan for me. And I, I think the team you've got, I don't think it's a squad problem. I think, you know, the squad, the, you know, the money, oh. it's easily National League. You know? Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. yeah. He's got, he's got to go for me if he does win. Saturday for me, it's, yeah. It, you know, you're a this, is, this is the thing, Louis. Everyone can see it. I've got friends who support Hampton and Richmond. You know, I went to that game last weekend, and they feel so sorry for me as a Torquay fan. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's, it's, again, it's the same rubbish that I watch week in, week out. We've been lucky that we've got some wins. Again, those last minute goals we've scored because teams have naturally tied out. Um, the, the chip. Uh, Chippenham game at home, they went down to 10 men with about 10 minutes to go. There was 10 minutes added on time and, you know, we we managed to break them down right at the end. But it's just so uninspiring, the football. I mean, what we, we said on our Goals Eye View episode before a ball was kicked, you know, I'd, I'd take, you know, wins. I wouldn't mind playing poor football and winning. But if you're not playing, if you're not winning and you're playing poorly, that's a problem. Yeah. And going back to the players who, you know, didn't, particularly have a good time last year and have had, I say, another chance, but there's, oh, Rosh Marshall's a very good example. Um, he's conceded uh, for the game on, uh, over on Tuesday night and before Bath, he conceded four, three penalties in his last four mm-hmm. and he got called out by a fan at full time at Hampton and he had a, he had a go back um, and that was the most passion that I've seen out of him all season. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame he can't do it when he's on the pitch. Uh, you know, playing football for us. Uh, Dylan Crow got sent on loan to Haven and came back, but he's on the bench. But our options off the bench is just dreadful at the minute. Um, at Hampton, we had to take off when Aaron Jarvis got injured. 
I know sorry at Weston when he got injured, we had to bring on Dylan Crow, who's you know a defender. <laughs> you know that that's how bad it's got. Yeah. And going back, and then you look at Pete Johnson. He's on the you know he's at games, you know on Saturdays and Tuesdays. Why are you not out looking at other players? And uh, we brought in two from Fleetwood uh, on the basis that um, you know, Gary Johnson's son manages Fleetwood. And to be fair, they look quite promising players. Um, Theo Williams up front and uh, Bellin as well, who have improved, do look a step up from what we've got. But if I'm being honest, it's not that difficult when you look at what's on the pitch at the moment. Uh, do you I also mean, feel, Tom, that um, sorry, sorry, I had to have been dropped by. Do you feel, um, do you also feel that some of the issues that Torquay are having are maybe teams that are because Torquay is such a you know, a big pool and a bit a bigger, such a bigger club at the level. Do you feel that other teams are maybe up in their up in their levels as well, and that's not helped as well? Do you think that might be part of the problem also? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. You you listen to opposition managers at full time. They say you know to come play football, play more. You know it's you know it's a big occasion. But we as a football club should be able to deal with that. We should know in the first twenty minute, half an hour games, teams are going to come at us, and it's up mm. to us to break exactly. them down and kind of. You know, get their spirits down. But if you look at the stats, we concede more often than not the first goal in games. I don't think there's been very many where we scored the first goal this season um, and gone on to win a game. Football, we've always had to come from behind to win, or we just leave too much to do. And it's just again, I just watch the same the same game every game at the minute. It's just the same mistakes. There's no one closing down their man. Teams are allowed to have a pop for 20, 25 yards of goal. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I think, it's just... I think also, you might correct me if I'm wrong, but also so a lot of the teams, going, obviously uh, I made the point about possibly other teams raising their game, but also they might go down to especially an away game at Torquay. You know, other than Farm Robbers, which didn't, didn't, uh, didn't go so well for us. Um, a, lot of the, a lot of the teams that have come down there, they're probably thinking we've got no fear. You know, I mean, if, if we get beat five 0 no one suspects us to win. So they may be playing with more freedom, and that's you know that that's going against you as well, possibly. Yeah, I, again, it's it's up to us to break teams down, and you know, when you've got an experienced manager like Gary Johnson, you you just expect so much better from him. And it's just the same excuses. He'll blame the ref. He'll blame decisions not going his way. Um, you know, last night was probably the most honest I've heard him for a while, just to say that we were beaten by the better team. But again, there's it's almost like it's the National League Southwest this season. You've got so many teams, so there's a lot of like localish derbies for us. Yeah. You know, uh, Truro. Yeah, we, we, we noticed that with the fixtures as well. We, we noticed <laughs> there's going to be a lot of trips uh, tri- trips to the West Country. You know, you've got like Truro, Ch- Ch- Western, uh, uh, Yeovil, Torquay, uh, Bath. You know, loads, loads of, loads of trips, loads of trips, loads of M four trips, basically. You know, everyone dreading it. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it is. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I do agree with you. It does seem like a big divide. It's the most six or seven teams in the same area, and everyone else sort of. Uh, I know a lot of a lot of Essex based teams as well, and sort of uh, South East London ones uh, yeah. as well. Um, and but then you've got Farber in the middle. But then even for, even for us, I mean, I was doing it uh, the maths. Us going to Braintree is the equivalent of us going away to Altrincham. Yeah, pretty much yeah. distance. So just because you've gone down into regional football to an extent doesn't mean that the journey times are less for us. And no, no, again, no. with the club are so lucky to have such a wonderful support following. Who you know, we've got a lot of London-based goals, as uh, a lot of Northern-based goals who you know are going to have to 
you know, come down south to watch Talk United this season. I mean, we do travel in fantastic numbers. And of course, we never want, you know, we always want our club to do well. And I always stress it on YouTube, you know, I don't want us to lose games of football. Much rather us be winning and not having to moan every week about how rubbish we are. But you just, you just look at the way we play. And I mean, Worthing was our first home game and they played us off the park. I mean, they just made us look like, if you'd have said who the professional team is, who the part-time team is, you would have said it was the other way around. And sadly for us, that's been a very common, uh, common theme this season. Uh, if we make the playoffs under Gary Johnson at the moment, I, I'd be, I think we'd be very lucky to do that. Um, it's such a tight league and, you know, to, to have already lost seven games in 16 in the league, that, that's a worry. And with, to only have one draw as well from the opening game. Yeah. Now, when you look at you know when you look at Chelmsford who have only lost three but they've drawn seven. Well, I think like um, I think maybe potentially your 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 saving grace or the silver lining for you guys at the minute, which is probably what's maybe potentially keep Gary uh, keeping him in the job, is the fact that you are just outside the playoffs. You're eighth place with on twenty five level and points with Chelmsford, uh, so you're basically in the playoffs, and you're only like I said with Chelmsford, you're only three points off fourth. That's a win away from from fourth or third place. Is that is that is is, is that what you think? Possibly that the the owners are looking at and, and saying, "Right, well, we only need one win, and we're and we're back in it with the rest of them." Before you answer that, Tom, uh, also the other issue is possibly with his contract as well. I mean, I don't know what type of contract Gary Johnson's got. I mean, is he is he in? He, I mean, I'm assuming because he's an experienced manager and he had him last season. What's his contract? I mean, has he got another two years to go? I'm I'm glad you brought that up, Simon, because that was just about what I was going to reference yeah. to answer Alan's question. So I can only assume he's on a multi-year deal, and you know he must be on quite a hefty salary, Gary Johnson. He's yeah. definitely not doing this job for cheap. Um, you know, it would cost a lot of money to get him out. I think he's on a multi-year deal. It's a lot. It's just a lot of money that could that be better used going to the players' budget. Mm. We were in a very unique position where the players that we got in the summer, who, I will be honest, I, I definitely thought, yeah, that's a good signing, that's a good signing, I'm happy with that, oh, here we go, yeah, this is going to be good. So, to, to an extent, maybe he has gone slightly over budget with the players that he's not expected, but he's definitely on a, a hefty wage. I mean, he commutes down from, from Bristol, pretty much, Gary Johnson. I mean, he doesn't live in Torquay. Um, it almost feels like he just knows he can't be sat. Yeah. He's just got that demeanor yeah. about him. Yeah. And you know, I everyone everyone has you know, everyone has their prime and everyone has their sort of you know, their expiration date to you know <laughs> in that way. But and I I honestly think Gary Johnson's time has been and gone as manager. I just don't you compare the interviews now to say when we were last in this division, it just sounds like a completely different man. He sounds defeated. But hey ho He's still got a job. He's still picking up a salary, and the owners seem happy with what he's doing, even if ninety percent of the fan base aren't. And I mean, at some, again, point, it's just at, at some point, at some point, the, the club is going to have to listen to the fans. You get this with with clubs across uh, all levels. When when the fans start turning, that's when the clubs start really start having to listen and start making club, motions to to get these people out. 
Is it just that they no, can't that's afford that's to do it? Simply? That's assuming the chairman's there, though, Alan, isn't it? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I agree with what you're saying, Al. The, uh, the, most of the time, when, when chairman or board suddenly make the decision they're going to sack some second manager, it's because they, they've been sat in the stand and they can hear what the, what the crowd is saying. But yeah. by the sounds of it, this bloke's not there. Not there. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. Well, let, let's put it like this. At Hampton away, um, there was about 30 talky fans that managed to track down one of the directors who... I didn't know who he was. I turned out I bumped into him before at Averley and had a brief conversation, but I didn't know who he was. Mm. Um, he was named George Edwards, and he's one of the directors, and I think he does the main, most of the day-to-day runnings. And for a good five to six minutes, I don't want to say he was cornered, but he was definitely um, not allowed to leave the stand he was in. Oh, wasn't, um, this, wasn't, this, wasn't this on, on Twitter? This was released on Twitter, wasn't it? I think I saw this. Yeah, there's, there's a video on Twitter, yeah. yeah. So basically... I'm, we did dedicate an episode to it on our Goals Eye View um, about, you know, what was said and our five-year plan with the owner, which we're now in a six-year plan, which also included being back in the Football League, <laughs> being a sustainable football club, you know, having a constant communication channel with the supporters. It's just not there. And I can understand the frustrations of the fans and he just treat, he just sounded like he treated us with contempt. He didn't want to answer the questions. He just wanted to get away. He says there's a budget. So why are we not using the budget? Yeah. Um, uh, again, we've got an emergency Talk United Supporters Trust meeting tonight. They don't want anything to do with the Supporters Trust because it's not their it's not their priority. And I think that's it's a worry. It's a worry because you know you've got you should have there should be someone from the board at, the, at all of those all of those meetings really shouldn't they? Yeah. You know when we've got we've got the on a smaller scale obviously a lot smaller we've got the Farnborough Community Trust and there's someone on the board there that, that runs that you know what I mean and it's and it's, so it's all everything everything is sort of cohesive and that's why Farnborough probably on on the pitch and not are probably are doing okay but off the pitch we're actually doing really well. And there's, there's uh, the foundations are being put in place now to sort of grow and grow and grow. But yeah, yeah, on our, on unfortunately, on our budget and our sort of, uh, you know, when we're getting sort of six, seven hundred at our home games, um, our, our, it's obviously going to be on a smaller scale and take a lot longer. But uh, the foundations are there. But I, I think it's almost like the exact opposite of what's going on at Torquay, isn't it? Really, it's like, yeah, well, it's like the other way around. Yeah, and we've got we've got to be careful um, because I do fear. If we again, if we don't get out of this division first time of asking, or we end up going part time, you know, we could be going the way, you know, the old farm, bro. We could have yeah. to start again and yeah, come yeah. back up the divisions. Which I do believe, if that worst case were to happen, there'd definitely be a football club in Torquay. I mean, to, again, to have two thousand fans at this level, it, it's just crazy. It's immense, and you know, there's so many people that you know, Torquay United means everything to them, and. There'll always be a football club in Torquay, whether it's United, whether it be under a new incarcerate, you know, a new a new club, Phoenix Club. It's and it's just sad, you know. When I think back to, you know, we had Tim Sills scoring the winning goal at Wembley for us back in two thousand and nine. I remember getting promoted to League One in two thousand and four. You know, beating Southend on the last day. I mean, you know. The warning signs are there. There are so many good ex-football league clubs that are struggling. Um, we had a debate last week saying, are we the worst full-time professional club in England? And I do think we are. 
I've got one more thing to ask you, Thomas. So something that's been on my, my mind. You mentioned about the. Um, I want to bring bring Lewis in on this one as well, if I can. Um, we do, we me and Alan are quite quite passionate about sort of the finances involved in football, and it's something that we we talk we we've talked about uh, a fair bit on our, our podcast, and um, it's something I feel quite strongly about. Do you feel there's? I mean, you said you mentioned this, the uh, the club owes the chairman five six million pounds. I mean. That's that's a hell of a lot of money for the club at this level, isn't it? You know, I mean, you got the and you also got teams like Ebbsfleet. Yeah, they went up last season. They got got some success, but they they owe something like eighteen million pounds. I mean, um, I don't know what the, what the state of play is regarding. I mean, what what what's when what's going to happen to talk if the chairman suddenly gets fed up with it and calls that debt in? I mean, you're going to go you're going to go into yeah, receive, into well, administration well, straight away, aren't you? Is it, up, what about it? you, Lewis? What's what's the state of play with with um with Chelmsford City at the currently with their finances? Are they self sustaining or are they sort of owing people money? Or that's what it's. I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of the finance. Uh, they yeah. are transitioning to being sustainable, so it's you know, but there's no there's there's no immediate plans to chuck loads of money at it. You know, go up. But it's kind of. Try, we, you know, we, we've embedded a few things like bringing them through the academy. Uh, we've also now got like a feeder club, Coggershall, and like in the, yeah. like, the local, local Essex League. That they also like feed a bit of the budget. Is that the same, that's, is that the same club that um, Ollie Murs Ollie Murs was yeah. chairman of, wasn't he? Yeah, so we kind of now like that's our like reserves, if that makes sense. Okay. We're like, all like the users, they go yeah. down and like we get, you know, we, it's, yeah, it's like, like a little beat thing, I guess. It's a good idea, but, it's a good idea, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, it's no, good. It's, it's good it. for clubs like like Ch- like like you, uh, Chelsea, Lewis, um, and 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 us at Farnborough. If we're if we're in this um, position of being this this high up in the table, that then becomes it's better for us because then that means that we've got more more people coming into the grounds, the bigger attendances, which brings more money in. It also helps with bringing more sponsorship in, which all, again brings more money into in, uh, boost the. the uh, the player budget and that so that being in our position yeah. for us is good for us it's just yeah i mean from, from from purely from a farmer point of view i mean obviously we had the issue where we went we went out of business in yeah. 2007 and we had to reform so the current the current um board are not are not well they just they just won't i was gonna say not keen but they're not keen at all they will not um slow the spend at yeah. all you know, and Spencer always has a. He's always like we. He's weeding and dealing a bit, a bit at the minute with players and going in and out. And we actually sat down, didn't we, and worked out what what the playing budget pretty much is at Farnborough. And it's it's pretty close, and it actually uh, uh, goes above and beyond what we actually get in gate receipts yeah. every week. Um, if you do work it out over over a two week period, you yeah. get one home game, one away. And if you think you know, about, you are, we're really struggling. And if you think if you think about like when we when we got rid of when we sold Alfie Pavey to Woking. Yeah. For an undisclosed fee, but like rumours of it being about in and around seventy seventy five thousand, the club just banked that. That goes straight into the yeah. account. They've not. Yeah. They've not moved that they over yeah, into the budget. Yeah, I mean, some people are talking about that, but you're you're probably don't... expecting the uh, expecting them to, to re- yeah. reinvest that money into yeah. the players. But, but that's that's not, we had no expectation of that at all. We knew we knew we knew damn well it was going to yeah. go straight into the bank because we and you look at our playing budget. I mean, Pavey was on sort of seven hundred a week. And we had Partington on five hundred, and we got rid of both of those players. Upton, um, Upton uh, right Upwards left as well, and he was on at least got to be on at least three four hundred. Yeah. So uh, you know, so it, so there we the dean all the time, and it, it's always based on uh, it's all it's like it's last season at the start of the season we we would um we would, we would, it depends on how many people you get in the ground. That's why I say that's why we always we always harp on about 
uh, when we do our podcast, try and get as many people down to the ground as possible. Because you're, the difference between having having 500 at a home game to 800 is absolutely huge. I mean, that yeah. is literally like yeah. that extra 300, yeah. 300 people paying five fifteen quid each to and get in is absolutely colossal. And we've, seen, we've seen it before in, in previous years where we're not doing as well. We're down the bottom end of the table. And the fans, the attendances start dropping, going down from the yeah. five, four, three, two hundred fans. Yeah. And that, and that amount of that amount of fans, like Simon said, is, the amount of money that that equates to, is the difference between us getting a, a a really good striker, or a really good midfielder, or winger, to getting someone that's not not as good. Yeah. Or, or, no, or not even us on loan, on loan. Like, yeah. Look, we've got yeah. we've got we've got two players on loan currently. So uh, you know, it's um, yeah. you know, admit they're doing quite well, but they're twenty eight day loans. We've just uh, we just extended Connor Hall's loan till till uh, till thirty um, first yeah. of December. Um, you know, we've, we've got Prudy on loan from Hartlepool, who's doing quite well. Um, he just got himself sent off last night, so he's going to miss another game. So <laughs> he's only on twenty eight. They're twenty eight day loans, so you're basically you're, you've got like a revolving door of players yeah. coming in and out. So. From from talk, I mean, I'm going back, trying to trying to work, work out where getting back to Torquay here. But the um, I mean, Torquay are obviously getting sort of two thousand players, so automatically you can be thinking, oh, well, the money must be really rolling in. But your overheads are going to be probably four or five times bigger than ours. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon we have to break three thousand just to break even. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I would have said that was probably in the national league, let alone in the national league south. Mm-hmm. But the problem for us is, I mean, you know, a year ago we drew two two with Derby in the FA Cup. That was on TV. Oh, yeah. The replay at Derby County that was also on TV. Um, we took a thousand up to Pride Park. They only had yeah. about six or seven thousand there, but all the money went straight. You know, I don't think we really saw the money for that to go and invest in the squad. Um, you know, being in debt to, you know, in five six million. I suppose what I should say is that that's the chairman has taken that on. So in that regard, maybe we don't, you know, owe it to him in that regard. But in the same sense, if he does decide he wants to do something else, you know, it's. He's going to want his investment back at a minimum, yeah. it's, and it's just a lot of money. And you know, we're talking about a club who, because of the loyalty and the fantastic fan base, decided to freeze prices at the turnstile for next season. Twenty-two pound to sit in Bristow's bench on a match day in the National League South. Yeah, I saw. I saw it's twenty-two mm. quid. I thought, blimey, that's steep, isn't it? Whereas we, 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 we were we. Our prices went up last season from from twelve pounds to fifteen this season, um, and I thought that was a bit harsh. Um, you know, for, for, for a, a mid table in obscurity to get charged three pound more, I thought it was a bit. I, a bit I could I could understand it to a regard. You know, the cost of living, everything's going up naturally, um, but to drop down into the National League South and you know to pay what we were paying last year in the National League, it, yeah. it, it, it's hard to take. We yeah. definitely lost season ticket holders because of that. Um, you know, I'm based in West Sussex, so you know, for a home game for me, it's 350 mile round trip. Yeah. You know, I did it the other day to do uh, the overall home game, but yeah, it's but just it's one of those things. It's one of those things. I know you drop down, but if they, if they just drop the prices to 18 quid, you're you're going, you're going to get but a few more done, fans in. But we've gone for this model now, like a lot of clubs. You know, if you buy it in advance, it's cheaper. But if you buy it on the day, then it's more expensive. But you can't pay cash at the turnstile unless you go to the ticket office. Um, but then when you go inside the ground, until recently, it was cash only, Yeah. <laughs> which just, it just didn't make sense at all. Um, but yeah, it's, it, again, the overheads. And it's, again, that's the, if you're going to be a full-time professional club, you need the, you need the revenue and you need, yeah. you need the funds coming in. And yeah. again, I think, I think the club are very lucky in that regard that they've got such a loyal fan base, even though 
Gary Johnson may disagree that we are loyal, but that's, <laughs> you know, for another conversation. Um, you know, to go to Haven on Saturday, we'll probably take two, three hundred there. Farnborough is a new ground for us whenever we play. I think it's, I don't know if it's a Tuesday night, Farnborough away. For us, uh, yeah. we'll definitely, I think it is a Tuesday, I think, yeah. But we'll definitely, I reckon we'll, it's a new ground, so we'll probably take, I mean, we took I think, in, I think it might be end of February, I think. 20th of yeah, February. I think we took, 20th of February. Yeah, I think we, we played Dorking away relatively the same time we took 400 there because it was a new ground. So we'll, de- we'll travel in numbers no matter how well or how poorly we're doing. Uh, that's well, always been the way as I've known it. But, um, knowing, Far- knowing Farnborough's uh, fan base, it'd be like the old the old uh, Wimbledon days with the away fans are that number the home. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think we'll take many. I don't think we'll take many to Chelsea though because it's two days before Christmas. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Again, our, our first ever game in the National League South was away. At is Chelsea, it going to be the Mrs. the Mrs. Diamond Ring or an away trip to uh, Chelsea? It's a tough call, isn't it? Really, yeah. 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 Wait, so, where, where do you think you're going to? Finally, Thomas, where do you think you're going to end up this season? As things stand, where's where's the league position? Where do you think we'll be? Is it is it heart ruling head? <laughs> oh, it, it, it's such a hard question to ask because at the moment, I I think we're going to finish ninth. <laughs> if there's a change in the management relatively soon, I think we'll be third. Even that finishing third would be a failure for me because anything you, you want to be in the top two. Yeah. Well, you want to be top of the league and if you're going to be, after if, what if you're going to finish in the playoffs, you want to be second. Hmm. To get but that's that, you know, that, which, that gives you the home advantage, semi final and final. Absolutely. And our home form until the other day has been relatively good. It's the away form that's been a bit tricky recently, and yeah. now we've got four away games on the trot. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want but to again, it's, it's such, below second. It's such a congested league. It, you know, a couple of bad results and you could be 15th, 16th. Yeah. 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 As you said earlier, you win, win three, you're at the top of the league, and then you lose three, you're in the relegation zone. It's that type of league, and it's a bit like championship. Yeah. It's, uh, it's hard. It's, it's really difficult. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No. Well, um, I mean, it's been, it's been an absolutely fantastic um, chat, have, chat with you guys. Uh, but I think we're going to take a break. Um, and, and when we come back, me and Simon are going to be. Talking briefly, um, some farmer stuff. So uh, stay on, stay on, guys. Uh, but thanks for coming on tonight. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, we'll just go for a quick break. We'll see see you all in the second half, second part. All right, welcome back to the second part of the All Things Borough podcast. What a couple of great, great guests we had there, Simon. Hey? Yeah, really good. Uh, it's really good to speak to Louis as usual uh, regards um, Chelmsford because he's, yeah. he's, you know, he's, he's got, got a knowledgeable guy. Sorry, I said he's got such a fountain of knowledge of not just Chelmsford but oh, the yeah, whole yeah, league in general. Yeah, yeah, Chelsea would have been in, in the league for, uh, for for a few years as well. And that's probably that probably does help. So he knows the league like the back of his hand. So yeah. uh, there's lots of lots of stuff going on. Obviously, obviously things in this league change frequently anyway. But yeah, um, yeah but certainly the, the main quarter to quarter, uh, quarter clubs are the same. But um, yeah, it's um, it's worrying what's going on at Torquay really. And um, you say you know you look on the face of it, you think oh well, you know just outside the playoffs things are all right. But for a club like Torquay, the massive fan base, and mm. you know they're they're I mean, they're they're a, they're a big club in the football league, let yeah. alone. Yeah. You know, 
you know, so uh, for them, well, for them to you, be in the, the end of the day, day, it's not good. At the end of the day, they're, they're, they are a full-time club. You don't expect them to be in a part-time, essentially a part-time league mm. and sitting outside the playoffs. That's not, you don't, no. you don't expect them to be there. No. We, we I mean, fully expect I mean, them I mean, to I mean, be in the top two. Admittedly, they're only, they are only outside the playoffs, but, you know, I think they're level points or one point outside, but they'd lose in seven games already at this point of the season. Yeah. It's, it's not it's great. Not good and it's, you know, they seem a bit like, they seem a bit like a bit like a bit like the borough really because they're very Jekyll and Hyde by the looks of it. They're kind of winning games, losing games. I mean, yeah, we've we've only lost four matches, but it's like like we're we are Jekyll and Hyde home and away, and they're Jekyll and Hyde in general. You in know general, what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, they're they're, they're they're sitting in eighth place at the minute. Um, Chelmsford uh, are seventh, but they're but they're level on points with 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 Torquay on twenty five. So both of them are. Both they're both three points off um, third and fourth place. So a win, a win against um, Haven't on Saturday could could essentially put them back into the playoffs where they, where they where they in the direction that they want to be want to keep going. Yeah, um, is is that only is that only uh, uh, going to paper over the cracks though? Because there seem to be big problems there. Oh, you know what I mean? Sure. They, they, like yeah. I said, I think I think. I personally think, from what I've heard from Thomas uh, and uh, um, on what I've read and, and what I've seen uh, from lots of people, you know, they've got four away games now, and I think really is going to. I think if Johnson's going to get fired, it's going to be in, in, in this in this run of games. Yeah, I mean, where where, where are we? Just have I've got the fixtures fixtures here? So yeah, so they've got having a Waterlooville on Saturday. Uh, they've got a game on the fourteenth against got game on the fourteenth against Weymouth, which is postponed. Um, and then they've got Yeovil in the in the trophy, which is at home. Yeah. Uh, and then they've got three more away games. 21st against Taunton, 25th, and that's a 7.45 kickoff. 25th against Dartford, that's a 3 o'clock kickoff. And then 28th against Eastbourne Borough, that's a 7.45 kickoff. So three, on the face of it, games that they should be winning, four games that they should be winning. But the, in yeah. the form that they're in, they're very, they're very tough games for them. I predict now, if they only win one of those games, including the trophy match, he's gone. Well, I mean, if they lose, we've already said it. If they lose on Saturday, we, 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 we've all said it. That he should be gone then anyway. So, really, yeah. he's got, he's got one game. One, at the minute, he's got one game to save his job. Yeah, I, I think he's got. I think if the if they only win one of those one game out of those four, he'd be out. But whether they wait, whether they wait the four games, I don't. I doubt. Uh, I mean, they've got, they've got, they've got really some some really crappy away games on Tuesday nights there, which is yeah. not great. Me, Eastbourne away, when we're doing that, especially when you're in Torquay, not yeah. so bad for Farber going down to doing that, but it's, it's a long, old, <laughs> no, long, long way. Yeah. I really think that I really think that they, uh, he could be, he could be in trouble, especially if yeah, Saturday. I mean, if they lose, if they, it depends on the, it depends on the performances, I think, because by the sounds of it, the performances have not been very good. Either, which is also not helping. It's, it's different if you if you're playing quite well and just being a bit unfortunate and not yeah. just not getting results or lacking a striker, perhaps you know, lacking someone to score the goals. You know what I mean? But the fact that the performances are bad, results are uh, as bad. Um, and you know, and they've only been they're fortunate, probably fortunate to be where they are because they've got some last minute winners uh, that have won games and uh, they really wish the games they really shouldn't have won. So yeah, it sounds as though um, yeah, the yeah the writing. Oh, I think the writing's on the wall for him really. I think it is, yeah. Like I said though. Problem they've got if they owe if they owe, like I said, they don't owe the, they don't technically owe the money, but they they if they're five or six million pounds owed to the chairman, and then they've got 
the manager on a really long, lucrative contract. Yeah. You know, like, like with most contracts, if things don't work out normally after three, four months, there's usually a clause in there yeah. for a club to sort of get rid of them on, on, a, on a much reduced, yeah. um, on a much reduced um, severance package. But with him, he's been there for he's been there for eighteen months already, so there's no chance of that. No. Um, and he's, um, I really think he's uh, he's probably on a on a on a good whack, and he's probably in a good place. Uh, for himself, thinking you know, well, like the he's, 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 he's on a good yeah, enough wage. He's on a good, like Thomas said, he's on a good enough wage that, that doesn't that means he doesn't have to live in Torquay. He's not living there, yeah. so he's traveling. Yeah. He's on a good enough wage to in order to for him to travel from wherever he lives. Cover his costs, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, so it's going to cost them a bit, yeah, a bit to get to to yeah. get rid of him. But I think yeah. maybe you just, they just have to bite the bullet and and pay that. And, yep. and hopefully get someone else in that can um, can uh, get them back to back to playing the way that Torquay yeah. fans want them to be playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and on, obviously we talk about a lot about Torquay, but also we should mention uh, Chelmsford. And I think Chelmsford have they sound very much like uh, they run the same sort of similar way to what Farnborough. Are. I think yeah, you know, it sounds they're, like they're it, not, yeah. not massive, not massive budget, but also the, but they but they but also they're doing things um, in the right way. Financially. They're not over. Yeah, 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 They're not yeah. they're not paying out over yeah. the odds. Um, yeah. And and like I said, like I said in the in the in the first section, um, with them being in this advanced position of in the playoffs, that's then giving them more fans coming into the ground potentially, Good platform to more, from, yeah. which is bringing more money in, which can bring in more sponsorship sponsors in, which then then brings them brings them more money, which then increases the yeah. naturally increases the wage budget for them. Like I said in the first, yeah. we, we've seen it in, in previous years with Farnborough where we've. We've we've been down the bottom end of the table, and we've and we're losing fans week on week, which means that we're losing players. We're having to get rid of players out of the, players out of the squad because we can't afford to keep hold of them. And unfortunately, yeah. now this season we're, and last season we're not in that position anymore. We're 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 higher up now where we can, where we are able to keep, uh, keep the players that we want, rather than get rid of them because we can't afford to keep them because we're not getting the fans in. But where we are getting the fans in now, we're we're getting six seven. So a couple of times, eight hundred over eight hundred fans up on a home game. So, and that all helps. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely. I mean, if any any, any former fans are listening, it's, it's so important to get yes fans in. You yeah. must. You, I mean, the home games are massively important. You've got to get. We need to be having seven, eight, nine hundred in every yeah. single week in exactly. order to, to yeah. cover it's us. So, it's so, it's so, it's so, it's so important for especially for clubs like for, like us because we're not one of the bigger clubs in the in the league by any stretch. And so, for us to be in the position we're in in the table, is massive because we're not we're the smallest one of the smallest budgets in the league player wise. We're not expected to to compete at this uh, this high up, uh, pushing for a playoff place. And the fact that we are, that's got that's got to be the draw for for the fans and new fans to come in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, going going off going off off subject. Um... Briefly, when I um, um, Louis mentioned about um, Chelmsford playing the sort of free at the back with sort of wing backs who aren't wing backs, I yeah. think that is actually a problem that Borough have got because yeah. we've got we, we're playing the same sort of system with yeah. a three four one two, and we've got Reggie Young and, and Celine playing as wing backs, and they they're not really wing backs, they're, they're wingers. Really, no. I, I wonder where I wonder whether I haven't seen a lot of our away performances, but I do think that that could be a contributing factor to some of our poor, poor away performances. Yes. you know, we're play, having players there, we're maybe. Spencer should uh, should um, should maybe look at playing a bit slightly more defensively for the away matches, having maybe uh, Jordan and Jordan as a left wing back rather than 
having him on the bench for that game last night yeah. against. Uh, well, he may not have been fit. Yeah, more of a 5-3-2 rather than a 3-4-2. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or just having some people in there more defensively minded, like midfield wise, he had he had Pendlebury in there with Aaron Cool. Um, you know, possibly look at you know, well, it's a shame we got rid of Ryan, up, Ryan Upward because he would have been ideal for that sort of game. Yeah. You know, and he's a more defensive midfielder. Someone maybe you have someone in like Ricky Holmes in there possibly should have started. You know, someone in there who can who can who can put the foot in a bit more. So Pendlebury's more of a more of a sort of. You mean, don't, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. He doesn't. He's not. He's not a shrinking violet, but he, uh, he he's more he's more of a sort of attack minded um, yeah. midfielder rather than. Uh, but he's one that, of the fittest, so maybe, maybe that's what he's the fittest player in the squad though. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He'll do all exactly. the running. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've been possibly having having only having only one up top and having maybe uh, playing maybe a, a, a five four one to start yeah. the games yeah. uh, away from home and yeah. trying to be a bit more defensively solid because yeah. we do we do seem to. I mean, I think every most of our away away games we've 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 been competitive and uh, we should have, should have probably beat Mate Mate uh, Maidstone, but we didn't and got no. got done with a last minute. Equaliser, but you know most of the games we've been competitive, but we always seem to concede first. I mean, Maidstone is not there, uh, is, a, is, a, is the exception to that one, but most of the games we've, we've been behind in games. Yeah. Um, so that always says to me we need to, we need to. I think, well, I think that, that could possibly be an issue, um, yeah, especially in, um, in last night. And we're going on to last night's game now, but like yeah. we conceded the first goal really early. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, really, yeah, it was like fifteen minutes, but it's, yeah, it's quite early. Minutes, yeah, but, yeah. Um, I mean, it was a. I mean, well, I don't, if everyone's seen Spencer's um, post-match interview, I mean, I think it's, it's worth. It's worth. Uh, it was quite short, but it's worth. Uh, it's worth viewing it. You seen it already? Yeah, he. I mean, he, he put, it to put it the fact that he wasn't very happy is probably about uh, yeah, mildly, I mean, uh, an understatement. I said, I, said yeah. I, I, te- I texted you last night um, about it, and um, I said. It's funny enough when you texted me. Actually, I was actually listening to it. Was so it? Yeah. I don't yeah. think I, thought I yeah. said to you. I don't think I've seen yeah. him. That angry about a oh, game yeah, he was proper, proper for a long up, time. Yeah, a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Don't he mind was, he's been he at the club for eleven really years. Angry. I don't think I've seen yeah. him. And we've gone through like COVID, where we've had shit, shit players, and, and 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 just not bothering to sign good players because he knew that we knew the season was going to finish early. And and even before then, when we've had shit, shit seasons and and poor squads, I've ne- I don't think I've seen him that angry and that animated. No. But to be fair though, this this season he's 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 been pretty annoyed for it. He's been pretty times, annoyed, yeah. I, think, yeah. I mean, uh, you know. going to going back to the talkie game, he was pretty wrong, annoyed but, after that. But I'm yeah, 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 not well, to this level. But you know, he's he's been pretty angry. We have to say he's not he's not he's never the kind of the most happiest happiest of characters. No, no. to be honest, <laughs> even when we're winning. Um, and even even when we do win, we, he's kind of like, well, we played well in parts, or he gets yeah. credit to your position. Which yeah. I don't, actually don't mind. I actually agree with most things that Spencer says. Mostly, pretty much ninety nine percent of everything yeah. that Spencer said, he's on the same page as I am. Because I could, I know, as I said to you earlier when we were discussing, discussing things before he came alive, um, he, um, I, I said it, he had, he had all, he had all the vibes and all the air of a really, really shit performance. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, even yeah. though I wasn't there and I was miles away, you know, and, and I wasn't listening to the commentary or anything like that, but well, just, was the, I, way, just the way things were going. You know what I mean? It just had that air of being really, really poor. And sure enough, when I heard his interview, I was, I was right. Yeah. I, wasn't, I knew it. You know, yeah. so uh, you know, and it was, it was just. And you know, when you can see see the goals we did, I mean, right at the start of the second half, you always think to yourself, Do you know yeah. what, Spencer's probably Spencer and Ricky have probably laid laid um, into it big time, and they've gone out there and conceded the goal straight away. So I they've mean, of the, you know of, what I mean? of the of the 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 commentary that I could listen to because they were, I think they were, they was obviously um, having issues with the in, with their own internet connection. Um, which he did say live on on the commentary. 
you could they, he was pretty, he was pretty close to to the dugouts I think because you could hear you could hear Spencer effing and blinding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Through the, through the, through his yeah. Mic, through I mean, his to be fair, in regards in regards to the internet connection, you've got to understand it's in deepest darkest Wiltshire, mate. So it's just sheep, <laughs> mate. There's only sheep and sheep and grass. What's there? You know, yeah, and then they need, get, they need to get a better internet yeah. provider down there. Then don't they? <laughs> you get one. But, um, you, should, you should have, have a real company. See if you can build them, build them a nice, no, uh, no. nice little tower. No, no. 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 I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not disclosing who I'm with. <laughs> no, because the more people get on it, then the more, the more signal gets bad. <laughs> but um, so selfish. On last night's game, there, I don't think there really is much really we can we can say about it other than obviously like from what we've heard and seen on online. It, wasn't a, um, the best of performances no. from us. Um, no. I, I think the only, the only positive thing I can say, I always, I always do, even though I don't sound it, I do always try and find a positive thing from it. <laughs> is you know, another Pendlebury assist and another Philippe goal. But that's really goal, much yeah. 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 So, And as Spencer said, we we, we have puffed and puffed by the sounds of it. We never looked really, really looked like it. Yeah. I think what I was say. Like, well, I said to, I said to you, uh, well, going back to Spencer's, going back to Spencer's interview, I said to you before we before we came on air, before we went live, um, that. I think obviously, obviously, he's he's, a very, he's very angry about what happened in the game. In the game, obviously, we weren't there to see it, but and, and I'm sure if we were there, we probably would have seen the same thing and been just as angry. Uh, but I think he's um, there's there's positives and negatives of of being so out outspoken about in these interviews that he does, and I think he's probably he's probably right in what he's saying. But it might be that he's pushing it a bit too far to be saying it on camera. Yeah. I, know, I know what you mean because a lot of managers always like to keep things in house, yeah, etc. Yeah. I think if you're going to say things like that, say things like calling them gutless and pathetic, that should be really main, probably done in the yeah. changing rooms. I mean, it probably was yeah, done I, in the changing I, rooms. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That yeah, I think it probably was, and he's reiterated that yeah. to everybody to yeah. see exactly how he feels. You know, which I, I think when he. Yeah, by the sounds of it, the way they performed wasn't wasn't the best. Yeah. Uh, wasn't the greatest performance. And I think he's having had a, a weekend off as well. Didn't have we didn't yeah, have a game. Yeah, yeah. We trained yeah. all the players trained really well. I think he was. He, I think he's more disappointed with the performance because yeah. we 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 got to a point where we expected a good performance yeah. and he didn't get one, and no. it was quite poor really. And yeah. he was he just disappointed with the way they performed. But you know, all all all, all, all sins will be forgotten, and you know, we, we, everyone will be forgiven if they go if they get a result on Saturday against uh, against Weymouth. Yeah. And also, we should also add on a side note about the uh, the, the fan or fans who were ejected from the ground. I mean, uh, the type the type of thing we've uh, obviously we weren't there, so we've only got we've only got sort of uh, third hand kind of yeah. witness information from certain people who were there, and they've said some people that there's been stuff about um, racist a racist uh, comment was used, uh, the end the N word uh, coming out and yeah. and, um, um, and 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 stuff like that. I mean, unfortunately, as, as we've already I've already put it put on my Twitter as as a view, and we've had quite a few quite a few people were responding to us on that. Um, that this, this sort of behaviour is is not acceptable uh, at football at football of any level. It's not acceptable in society just because no. you're at a football match. It doesn't give you the right to go around saying whatever you feel like, whatever comes into your head first. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's not it's not on. And I'm, I have to I have to I should, I should point I should, I'd like to point out to everybody that's listening uh, in the in the football community that this sort of thing is not it should not be tolerated. No. It shouldn't be happening at any ground anywhere. Uh, and this sort of thing needs to be clamped down on. This, this whoever these yeah. people or person is, uh, they, they should they should be um, receiving the full the full width of the law exactly. in order to, for them to be banned from every every ground in the country. Exactly. In my opinion, 100%. it's not on. Um, 
you know, and it is, it's it's not acceptable. And we we as a, we as a Farber Football Club uh, podcast, uh, we uh, we find it abhorrent that this sort of thing is yeah. going on still in this day in this day society. Age. Fifty years, fifty years, yeah, fifty years ago, you know, this sort of thing was going on left, right, and centre. We've moved on from there, I yeah. hope. And uh, yes, but it does seem to be the odd and the yeah. full and idiot around who, who believes that you know having having had a few pints and the weather's a bit cold gives them the right to uh, to stop uh, say what you um, want. Shout racist, racist, yeah. and uh, foul, foul no. abusive language towards a player. It's not acceptable. No, um, no, and well said, Simon. And I, and I wholeheartedly agree with everything you just said there. Um, and like you said, we uh, we've said it online uh, via our own personal Twitter and 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 the uh, the podcast Twitter uh, how appalled we are about. Um, about what happened uh, by all accounts, I think what what it was was a, um, a Chippenham player was on the ground um, with an injury, and a Barbara player. I'm using for the purposes of the podcast. I'm using inverted commas. Barbara Barbara player, Barbara fan, um, said something to the to the Chelsea player that. Um, was yeah, the father, a father fan, not a player. The father, father, father fan, fan yeah. one of the one of the, top, one of the, one of the alleged father fans. Who, well, from all the accounts that we've had from everybody, we says we've something quite abhorrent. They've never seen it before there in their lives, so they don't know if these. They might have been in the father end, but whether it was an actual father fan, who knows? But Chippenham have released a really good statement. Have, it's worth yeah. a read Go on their website and, re- and review it. Um, I think they've said all the all the right things. Father have responded in any way they can. They're going to yeah, investigate the situation, yeah. try and point, try and find who the find out who the person was and get him banned. Because that's what needs to happen. Exactly. At the end of the day, like you said, there's, there's no place for it in, 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 in the game. There's no place for it in any sport. There's no place for it in any kind of society, in life in general. We, we've moved on yeah. for these draconic times, uh, these, these morons that, that think that they can just say these things yeah. and get away with it. You know, we're, we're, all, we're all passionate people. We're all passionate about our clubs and, the, and our support for football in general. But you, know, you have to, you know, you, there is a line. That you need to draw uh, and you, uh, with yourself, and if you if you start thinking to yourself, you know, it's okay for me to say exactly what I feel like. What's like saying then yeah. you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong place. Don't come. Don't. Uh, what I would say to you is, don't attend football matches. We'll yeah. do it in your do it in the safety of your own home. Watch it on TV. Yeah. But don't don't come. Well, certainly don't come down to Cherry Wood Road and start uh, no. start yelling abuse like that. It's not no. I'm not having it. If I, if I if I'm next to you standing in the stand and you do that, I'll have you out myself. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. And and uh, the the steward. Um, at the at the at the Chippenham Club Chippenham Club uh, ground, did the right thing. I think it took a bit long to do it, but by all accounts, it he should have done it a bit sooner. But eventually, got well, him from, out. From my from my experience, it's quite hard to actually um actually eject someone from a stadium because they kick off and then they say, yeah, 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 no, I get yeah, that. I get I'm that. Coming, it wasn't me. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So it all it always does take. That. Longer than it should be, really. No, I get that, but... You're not going to get the. You're not going to get the person to hold their hands up. Yeah, it was me. You, no, it was no, me, governor, and I'm fucking. You know what I mean? You know. I get that. Uh, but that's, that's, the, that's the type of people they are. Any anyone with any semblance of decency would probably actually put their stand around. Sorry, I said I said what I said. I didn't mean it. It was. It came out of the blue, and I apologise. Mm. And then they walk out the ground, and that'd be it. But unfortunately, these people decide to make a big scene and dance, sing, sing yeah. a song, and dance about it. Um. Um. Unfortunately, yeah. But anyway, let's. Yeah. Uh, but let's move on from that. So hopefully, hopefully, it's the, hopefully it's the first and last time we ever have to say anything like that. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah, and let's not let's not give the the the, the uh, idiot any more uh, airtime on our on our podcast. And it's done. It's dusted, uh, and we will move on. And and he will be hopefully banned for forever. Um, but yeah. yeah so um, overall, poor poor result for us. Again, it's away from home. 
uh, which yeah. desperately we need to we need to sort out. Um, but by all accounts, but from yeah, the yeah. interview, things yeah, are going to change for for Saturday. Yeah, I'm not getting um, I'm not getting too too downhearted about too downhearted about it um, because you know, like I said, we've had we've had eight eight away games. We've we've lost four and drawn four. Uh, yeah, I mean, not, we haven't actually lost an away yeah, game since since Torquay. Yeah, early September. September. So yeah, and we've had, I mean, actually, need... some of our some of our away results have been quite good. We've we've yeah. got draws. Yeah. Um, you know, Mates Maidstone's a good result away. Yeah. You know, we've we've drawn some decent games away from home. So some of those some, those, some well of those away. draws we probably should have won. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. but yeah. Other than that, yeah. I mean, up until up until last night, we were probably I think we were probably with all the draws and that we were probably unbeaten away from home. Since that talking yeah. game, <laughs> but they yeah. might not, yeah, might yeah, not yeah, won yeah, many, yeah. but we're yeah. unbeten. So, yeah, yeah, we drew three, drew three on the trial away. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, but, it's but, you know, but we've got to, like I said, going forward, we've got a tough, totally a bit of a tough game on um, on Saturday against Weymouth. Good manager in Bobby Williamson, ex Bracknell Town manager. Um, he's been down there since uh, since uh, I think January, February last yeah. season. Got them, got them out of the relegation zone, saved them for relegation. Had a good couple of I mean, seasons in, in, in this in this league, um, yeah, as well. Yeah. So. But they're. I'm looking yeah. at the league table now. They're sitting. They're seventeenth place at the minute. Uh, yeah, 18, they're doing 18 points. So they're not doing terrible. I mean, they're two a couple of points out away from uh, relegation. So I mean, it's a it's yeah. a it's a, a must win game for them, obviously, to keep them. Further yeah, away. I think following but, on from Tuesday night's game, they got they got hammered four one at home. So it's yeah. a, a pretty poor result for them. Five but, one. Uh, five you know, one. You know. Five one. It was. Sorry. Five one, it says. Five one, even worse. Was it Bath City? Yeah. Bath? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you get getting beat five one at home, there's clearly, there's clearly problems. There's something. No yeah. matter who you're playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know that it does bode, it does bode quite well for us. I mean, uh, for Saturday, I think you know, obviously their confidence is not going to be high, but they they also might look at it and think, you know what, we'll come to we'll come to Borough not to lose. Yeah. So it might be one of those games where we are. It might be a, a sort of a close sort of one nil, two nil type yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I can see, I can see that, I can see that happening. It, it, it could go either way. It could be like that, or they might come, come and say, right, we need to get a win, and we, we could end up winning, you know, three or four nil yeah. comfortably again yeah. at home, which would be quite nice. But also, I think um, now, but I, can, I can see it being closer than that. I think now, obviously, as well, the Farber players have got will have something to prove now after yeah. after Spencer's um, obviously would have had a rant at them. Uh, yeah, um, a very expletive laden rant probably in the cha- in the changing yeah. room. Uh, <laughs> uh, so they they they're going to have something to prove to to him, let alone the fans um, on Saturday. So it's going to be um, a game of responses really from the lads. But yeah, from both teams, I think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, that, um, um... that ties us sort of neatly uh, into uh, this weekend because um, as I've already put it on Twitter. Um, our predictions game uh, this weekend. We have got five really good games, uh, handpicked by Simon today uh, for you. Uh, as you all know from the, from uh, Twitter, we've got Bath versus Avery, which I think is going to be a um, a stonker of a game. I think if that if that ends up in the end all draw, I will be very surprised. Uh, so yeah, yeah, put your money on Neil Neil now, folks. Neil Neil, get any local or any other bookmaker. Neil Neil, uh, yeah, so Bath versus Averley, Farnborough, obviously Farnborough versus Weymouth, Hampton um, at home against Maidstone, Haven versus that was, Torquay. That was a good game, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good game, that one. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, that's a that's a playoff clash there. Uh, Hampton Maidstone, Haven versus Torquay, uh, and then Yeovil versus Dover. 
Um, and like I said in the first part in the first part of this podcast, I hope Yeovil will get all their goals, goal scoring uh, abilities out of the way against <laughs> against over. Uh, give, so yeah. give it so it gives us a bit of a fair whack on Tuesday next week. Uh, but well, do you know what? I, I, you say that, but I, I um, obviously I, I know we we mentioned it earlier with um, with the um, the guys on the on the uh, on the first part of the show. But we um, I, I don't know with the overall game. Everyone everyone gives us no chance of getting a result there. But I just don't know why. I've just got a little feeling we might do better than people expect. Well, I still think we'll lose, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, but I think we might we might be quite close. It might be you know, maybe one nil, two one, that sort of thing. Uh, I think. I think yeah. I think most Borough fans probably know our goal going to get going to get done. Again, yeah. Nil, you know, yeah. That sort of thing. But, but I, think, I, think, I think we'll do all right. I think after last night, even though it was a two one, I think obviously with Spencer being so angry, I think obviously we're going to see a reaction on Saturday. But I think yeah. there's going to need to be as for an away game next Tuesday, there's going to have to be an even bigger reaction because obviously yeah. our away form is is worse is a lot worse than our home form. So. And based on yesterday's game, he's going to be looking for something massive against Weymouth because he he's not going to he's not going to take the same team playing the same tactics, same formation down to wait down to Yeovil to come out with a seven nil loss. He, he said he said that as much as he? he said that already. Yeah. You know, what I mean, I, I can see it being uh, I can see him being set, up, being set up the way I thought we should have set up last night. We we were more more defensive. I think so. so I it's think certainly so. More defensive players yeah. playing in. in It'll be interesting to see how we line up, how we line up well, on, on Saturday after what you said. Yeah, well. it will be. It will definitely it will definitely make changes for Saturday's yeah, game. I think I so. See that. I mean, yeah. You can't you can't have a, you can't have a rant of people and, and, then, and then pick the same thing. Well, yeah. obviously he's going to have to make at least one change because Pruitt is going to be suspended. Yeah. Which actually be a good thing for for, for the overall match because he'll have a, he'll have had a rest. Um, you know, he's only got a one game ban, so uh, is it, well, you know, it, so it, it was a straight red though, wasn't it? No, no, no! It's two, two yellows. Oh, um, yeah. Two yellows. So, um, yeah. So he'll only get one game, um, and um, the um, so he'll miss, he'll miss Saturday's match. But you know, uh, Sid Nelson's been out of, out of action for a little while. And he's, he was back on the bench. So hopefully, it'll mean that he'll come yeah. in. He'll come straight in, slot straight into back yeah. three. Um, you've got CJ possibly will will play uh, either either Saturday or Tuesday. Uh, we've and still got Jack got, Ball to um, come back. Yeah, Jack Ball to come back. Yeah, he's been he's been out injured with his he had um, Saturday in his back. Um, so hopefully, I think he was he was hoping he'd be fit for uh, um, fit fit by now, but he's obviously had a bit of a setback yeah. possibly. And um, yeah, um, but so yeah, he's um, he'll he'll be I think he'll he'll play. Yeah. They could end up playing him as a as a as a maybe a four and a five possibly maybe in 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 the middle uh, for a four five one possibly for that yeah. game. But I could see I could see um, I could see us playing sort of a three five two at home again. But I mean, no, I think Sid Nelson will come in for Pruity. Um Jordan possibly will play left uh, left side. Yeah. Because uh, he needs he needs some games and fitness uh, yeah. in readiness. He may he may well he, he may he may swap it about and bring him on at uh, after about sixty minutes. Give give him give him thirty minutes time and in preparation for Tuesday against yeah. Yeovil. So I, I certainly think he'll start against Yeovil. But um, if he if he's fit, um, and he just hope I just hope we don't get don't get anybody uh, anybody cropped yeah. uh, that we that I know. This is, need this to is play. the issue though, isn't uh, it? Yeah, uh, yeah but... I, mean, I can see see Ricky Ricky playing Tuesday night um, as well. A bit of experience in the middle, get fit on the ball, a bit of energy. Um, you know, get a bit, get about him a little bit if we can, but uh, yeah, yeah, um, kind of cut him possibly play Saturday, you know, who knows, yeah, but yeah, so that's that's our that's our prediction games anyway. Bath versus Avery, Farnborough versus Weymouth, Hampton versus Maidstone, Havant versus Torquay, and Yeovil versus Dover. And also, don't forget, as usual, we want your golden goal in the Farnborough game, Farnborough versus Weymouth game, and your first Farnborough goal scorer. 
Um, so yeah, um, and I think that I think that sort of neatly wraps us up. Are you will you be um, attending again this 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 weekend? Yeah, I should be uh, all barring uh, child issues or um, or um, yeah, ex-wife uh, issues. Generally, generally, yeah, the ex-wife issues. We all have those, uh, and uh, you know the general general things. Life getting in the way, so I should be there on Saturday. So that's what I'm planning to do anyway. So yeah, I'm looking looking forward to that. Um, uh, yeah, and, unfortunately, uh, yeah. I won't I'm, I won't be um, uh, at the game because I will be in Grimsby. Yeah, you're there. Team. You're there three days too early, unfortunately, for that uh, the FA Cup uh, replay game. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not staying up there to watch Slough play uh, in their FA Cup replay. Uh, congratulations to Slough, by the way, for for that really good result. Um, but yeah, have they, have they announced the FA the FA Cup live live replay games yet? There should be two, shouldn't they? Don't I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything though. No. I haven't seen anything. Well, I've got a feeling that Grimsby Slough might be on the telly. It probably so, will yeah, be. Whereas there is a few good replays though coming up this uh, this time, so uh, there's a few good ones. So they might be unlucky there, but uh, I think they'll be hoping hoping for a bit of TV money. Uh, yeah, I think I think there's a good chance that Slough that Grimsby Slough game will be uh, yeah. will be one of the live games. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame. It, it, obviously, it's a bit of a shame they didn't get the home game on. Yeah, it. That was I know, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that being at Grimsby, the TV people might be thinking, "Oh, there's probably not much chance of a shot there, so we won't bother with it." But uh, yeah, be a bit of a shame. I know there's a bit of competition around. So, what's your space on that one? Yeah, but like, yeah. So yeah, like I said, I'll be in Grimsby myself this weekend anyway, seeing seeing my own children. Um, so I won't be attending. I was hoping to to go and watch uh, the girls play on Sunday. Uh, in their in their rearranged cup game from the, from the from a couple of weeks ago that was that was rained off, um, but unfortunately I, I don't think I'll be back in time. Uh, so yeah, so if you're gonna if you're gonna watch any games this weekend, go and watch Farnborough, go and see Simon watch and watch Farnborough versus Weymouth on Saturday. Uh, the girls B team are away. I can't remember the name of the team they're playing, and the girls New 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 Milton. Yeah, something like that. yeah yeah. I don't know. And um and the girls yeah. the first team are in their rearranged cup cup game that was um um postponed like two weeks ago, uh, they will be at home I think. Um, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, I think two o'clock. Yeah, but two o'clock for the, for the girls, three o'clock for the for the guys. Make sure and like we said earlier, make try and get as, we want as many fans down down the down Cherrywood Road as as possible, because uh, it all helps in uh, in putting money back into the club. And um, yeah. potentially back into the player budget, so yeah. get get yourself down yeah. there. Get yourself down there and 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 go and watch some good football. Yeah. Uh, and on a side note, before I go, I did attend the uh, the fireworks display last Friday. That was uh, pretty oh, yeah. good. So uh, yeah, well, well, well worth the well, six. I've got, your, uh, I've got your shoddy video of it. <laughs> I was I was so excited. I was like shaking. You know what I mean? So, all, the, all the bang bangs, and my, and my little boy was trying to get hold of my phone as usual. So yeah, I'm glad had a good time. Yeah, he, he was going. Uh, he was going bang, bang, bang uh, all the way out. <laughs> oh, well, not not mimicking my car. I should add. No, no, <laughs> no. God no. Uh, right. So we'll, we'll we'll finish off there. Uh, thanks everybody for listening to this uh, podcast. I'm sure um, you're going to enjoy listening to, it, especially the first part. We'll enjoy listening to it as much as we we've been, we've done, we have done um, making it tonight. Um, but yeah, so we'll leave it there. Uh, so good night from me. And say goodnight, Simon. Say goodbye to everybody. Goodnight, Simon. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And we will see you shortly on another podcast.